So I went to the Phillies game on Wednesday. Have you ever been to a professional sporting event? Okay, Rudy didn't tell me we were opening with discussion on a baseball game. Well, and I, I, I don't even want to be a part of this. All right. <laughs> our, no, okay. our, Go ahead. Our Go shortest ahead. episode yet. <laughs> I feel you are special. You are special. Are they all as special as me? Those two aren't crazy. She's cute. Curly black hair, always smiling. What about him? He's bald. He has a mustache and a beard. They're seriously so funny. They're kind of weird. What should I say to them? You're so special. What else? You are two lucky Jews. I wanted to talk about my sunburn just quickly, but I want to, I had that thought as I was like, oh, if I talk about this, has Becca, because you live in like a, an area where nobody cares. Um, i sorry. I mean, lives. <laughs> yeah, that's how, better. How far of a drive is it to Boston? Like It's two? 90 minutes. It's oh, 90 okay. minutes. It's really not bad. Um, we just latch on to all the Boston teams. So really not that bad. I did go to a uh, Red Sox game. Um it was oh. actually with my little Jewish summer camp. It was like a travel camp. So one week we went to Boston. We did like all sorts of Boston things. We went to um, a Red Sox game where they play. I don't know if you know this. They do the Sweet Caroline song every Yeah, of course I know that. I thought only Red Sox people knew that. I mean, it's only that stadium, but. Yeah. They have some cool traditions. So what, what do you have for a tradition? What do you guys have at your stadium? Do you have one? Cheese steaks. Like in terms of like sing-alongs or just something special that makes your stadium special. I mean, our stadium is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a giant like Liberty bell in the outfield that rings when someone hits a Homer on the Phillies and it goes, you would love it. And it like, it lights up all gay for pride month. So people like come to games and they're like, gay, you know, um, there's a song that they play after the team wins that's like an old broadcaster who everybody loves who died sang High Hopes, Frank Sinatra song. It's a great place. Uh, when, when I first met you, you had that Red Sox Hebrew hat. Is that where you got that? No, different Jewish event. Okay, so I got sunburn. Mm-hmm. Do you get sunburn? I do. I know I look perfectly Mediterranean, but I do. Yeah, yeah. Asian. Yeah, yeah. In Israel, I was like, I wore like tanning oil. Like I was prime. And when I came back, I was like gold, baby. I was like glowing. And now uh-huh. I, and now I chance it with the sun and the sun's like, well, finish, finish what the Nazis started. <laughs> you have to start, you know, the first sun exposure you need to layer up. Right, right, right. So. It's, I don't, I don't like it. It's cause like. It's like cakey. I don't mind getting sunburned because I know how to treat it. Mm-hmm. But it's weird how like because it's like hot. It's like it's almost like the sun is like um the demogorgon and it's like inside you. Yeah. You like absorb the sun. You kind of do. No. And then I'm like embarrassed. I have like sunglasses lines. Oh, no. Do it's you? Fine. I can't see on the screen. It's fine. I don't have anybody to impress, you know. Okay. There's different kinds of sunscreen. So maybe find one that's not so greasy. Actually, Bex Rex. Bex Rex. Neutrogena Hydro Boost. Oh, yeah. Well, not not everyone's made of money, Rebecca. (laughs) It's water gel lotion. Oh. Very like, it's very liquidy. It's not like thick and creamy. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. The ones I have, because I wear like dark colors a lot. 
and it gets like yeah. on the you got to get these and also a lot of people say online i haven't tried this yet but a lot of people vouch for like korean brand uh sunscreen because oh. they also just tend to make it like really watery and jelly type and it's just like a lot smoother i don't know that, why but that, that might be my issue because i go for like the whatever copper tone sunsport and it's boring you know yeah. i want something better um, our friend dane at one point put out like a instagram prompt of like tell give me tips you would tell like people in your adult life that you learned and two of mine were if you think you need sunglasses or sunscreen you need sunglasses and sunscreen and i broke yeah. my own rule and i was leaving there doing like the thing where you like look at your fingerprint on your arm but i'll be okay so let's get into X. Oh boy. I'm interested what yours are and I'm interested what mine are. So I have, I have, I have a list, a little bit of a list mm -hmm. and I can share one that I know was one for my ex-girlfriend that I did, which is okay. kind of how I learned about it. But I want to confirm that this is what an ick is. An ick is like a behavioral mannerism um, or like phrase or something that somebody says that like is immediately like unattractive. Yes. I would go further to say it does, it can be physical. It doesn't have to be not physical. Well, I was asking somebody like, what are your ex? And they're like somebody with no ambition. And I was like, I don't think, I think that's just like, yeah, that's not an ick. So the difference would be like, cause that's a trait. Yeah. You know? I feel like an ick. Yeah. has to be more specific more yes something that the person does or says or looks like like for example one of my ideas of an ick was like when guys have long fingernails mm. yucky yucky yeah. they're overly dirty you can be dirty in like a manly way but some men like you know who like work with cars or like i don't know sometimes their hands are like way beyond so that's not something that they're like doing but that's like a physical thing so it's just something very specific and small. Now you're looking at your fingernail. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't care what you think. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course. <laughs> anyway. What, what is, is the term ick like ick or is it like short for excuse? So could like, it be? The classic example I've heard is oh, okay. <laughs> like girls, it'll be like TikToks being like, girl, are you still like stressing over that guy you like? Just picture him in your head flopping around angrily in flip flops. <laughs> and then he looks like a goofy idiot. And then <laughs> I feel like um, I'm I feel like I'm gonna get roasted on this episode <laughs> more than the sun roasted me this week. Oh yeah. I don't wear flip I don't wear flip flops, so I wear like slides, but only Listen, like it's okay to wear flip flops, but to be walking around angrily stomping around wearing them. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's the specific part of it. Okay. So how do we want to do this? Do you want to, you you decide. This is very much, uh, I think, a female-driven thing. Because, because like you barely even know what it is. Well, yeah. So I cited the Jared Freed bit, who's a comedian who has a Netflix special called 37 and Single. My friend, she went on a date. I go, how was the date? She goes, I had to leave early. I got the ick. I go, what's the ick? She goes, the ick is when you go on a date with a guy, he does one thing and you never want to fuck him ever. I was like, that's the least relatable thing I've ever heard. 
I was like, what happened? She goes, we went to a park. He sat crisscross applesauce. And I was like, I don't, I think there's a level of like, this is going to sound really shallow, but there's like a level of hotness of a girl where like, I don't care what you do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. I think that's probably more a common thing coming from a guy's point of view. So I do think for the most part, it is kind of a girl thing, but there's definitely, I mean, if a girl like farted in your face, you'd be like, (laughs) I mean, if it was like Sydney Sweeney, I'd be like, I mean, she does this. It's fine. (laughs) I mean, I guess (laughs) there's a, there's like a graph. There's like a level of like hotness to true. You can't. So you can't, I mean, you can't take out the hottest person in the world. Like, you can't base it off of them. You have to base it off of, like, you know, a regular, like... Mean, medium mode. Right. Person. Like yeah. an attainable person for me. Very fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. You're like, mm-hmm, yeah. So not Sydney Sweeney, because you're <laughs> a lump of trash. And... Listen, babe, it's nothing to do with, like, who you are. It's because of who she is. Right, right, right. And that we're just poor. It's your money. Okay, I believe i pay for the 45 plus minute zoom so speak for yourself it's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. i will go first although i do want to hear yours um because i thought it was funny when you brought this up last week i was like oh i have a really specific example i like dated a guy whatever um so this was the situation so i had like just graduated college i met this guy on tinder i was very like he's very hot sexy to me whatever we were getting along pretty good for like a couple months. And then um, he mentioned to me that he was hanging out with some friends. And one of the friends was this kid, um, Shane, not going to say his last name. I'm surprised you even said his first name. <laughs> he's not listening to this. Okay. Lord knows where Shane is these days. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know. Okay. So Shane was in my grade in my small school growing up. So small you know there's 90 people in my grade you know everybody and Shane was just the type of kid that like I just really did not like him um I did not like his attitude he was like a quiet weird guy which is fine you can be weird but he was like bad weird like you know he just like and and even okay I would like try to be friendly to like weirder people in a way that I would like feel bad for them sometimes so I'd like try to like talk to them if we're like seated together in some like random class and he was just super antisocial super weird he like wouldn't do his work which would like just piss me off i hated kids like we would i was in his adobe photoshop class and it's fucking adobe photoshop it's fucking easy and fun and you're fucking the teacher's going do this and then you do that and then she says now do this and he just wouldn't do it and this is a a friend of the guy that you're dating yes that and you already knew him i knew shane yeah and then this david that i'm dating is like oh i'm hanging out with shane from old orchard beach i'm like shane blah blah he's like yeah and that really did me for a loop because was I was, because I in my head I was like okay I find Shane to be like so distasteful like he's top of the line I would never hang out with him so like if this guy that I'm dating is willingly hanging out like choosing to hang out with him like what does that say about like his taste in people sure. what does that say about his other kinds of friends that he likes to be around what does that say about him liking me like I'm insulted now huh. so. Uh, there were a couple other things that came about that um, led to me breaking it off with him. But I remember that specifically, like, gave me the ick and turned me off. And it was, like, hard to get over mentally. Just the fact that he was friends with Shane. That's interesting. <clears throat> I, I totally get that. I have dated girls where I've met their friends and I'm like, Ugh, 
this is gonna get ugly if like it's gonna be <laughs> one or the other yeah i know what you mean yeah. but yes interesting yeah so i i think that's more like of a deep-rooted like i feel like icks are very like funny on the surface i'm not not dismissing your ick so you're saying you don't you're not sure that, that counts as an ick I mean, I don't know the rules. Here's mm. what I'll do. I'm going to tell you the one that I know was for me and you mm. can see what I mean. So the last girl I dated, she hated the way I talked to my dog. Um, and the way I talked to my dog is, hey, buddy, hey, you want to get breakfast right now? Like, babe, like, bad. like baby talk. Like, hey, on, on, you want to go outside, buddy? See, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's my language. So she hated. It. She would say like, I can't with the baby talk, and I was kind of like, I don't have another way to address my beautiful dog. Hello, sir. Uh, you've yeah. come to the kitchen. Is would you like me to serve you breakfast? Like, I can't. It's not going to happen. Not saying that's why we broke up, but she really would like. I could tell it was like nails on a chalkboard for her. Interesting, interesting. Which girls, if you're dating a dog dad. And he doesn't do that. You're dating a serial killer. Question. Was she um, raised in a home with dogs? Yeah. Oh, what the hell? And she lived with friggin Soviet Nazis or something because it's against the law to, <laughs> to talk to your dog like a regular person. Yeah, there were even times where I was like, I'm going to try because I know she doesn't like this. I'm going to try not to do it. And I was just like, this feels so odd to me. Like, I've even like had girlfriends where we kind of talk like that to each other. See, I was going to ask because I was like, did you ever use that voice for her? Because I could see that mm. being like, a like, oh, that's the same voice that he talks to his dog and I'm not a dog. That's not why I just don't want to be talked to like a baby. So if someone's like, oh, dude, you went to go to bed and uh, get under mm. the covers. I'd be like, kill me, kill me now. I don't know. So she she be. she would say like I can't with the baby talk, but I I don't know I I don't know if it was at her at her or because of Ernie I I okay. feel like she said it at Ernie I mean I have talked to girls like that I think like I don't know that's comfortable for some people I've talked to guy friends about like you ever been like alone with your girl and you're just kind of like what do you want to do today like kind of like playful like cute and I don't know you'd be like I'm hungry or like something like that. Um, that, that can be okay occasionally, but that, that would honestly TBH. Yeah. It just really depends on the context. Really. If there's anything sexual, no. Right. Obviously. Like, and if you want it, it's sexual. It's not going to happen after baby talk. That's right. I, I could see that, how that could be. There's actually a Miley Cyrus song about this. She literally says, fuck me. So you stop baby talking. interesting yeah yeah and she talks the whole song is about like um being very like hot sexually tried to this guy but like he does baby talk around her all the time and it makes her want to throw up and die <laughs> interesting because yeah. i do i do consider her attainable uh for me um do you have another ick i have i have written my own oh god i have i have so many like icks that people said you gave them an ick no other than that i think i've oh. been pretty perfect yeah i mean i have things like yeah. reasons i broke up with girls that they were like irresponsible or childish or like yeah. i would i would tell them something and they just like never 
So my, my, I'll just say a relationship I had, I had my car was one where like the trunk would close automatically. I have an SUV. So like there's a button you hit and mm-hmm. it goes beep, beep, beep. And then it starts to, so you can't like pull it down. Yeah. You can't, it won't work. And she always yeah. did it. And I always told her, don't do that. And she always did it. And that really bothered me. But I think that was more of like a, you don't listen. You don't understand that things are different in different people's lives. That's very annoying. It would like, it would get to the point where like, if we, if we were in like a little bit of like a tension fight and she did that, it would like bump it up two levels. Like there Mm. you fucking go again. Like just doing what you want to do. Yeah. That's more of a relationship. I wouldn't call it as an ick. Right. Because if somebody did it once, I would be like, my car doesn't do that. And yeah. hope you retain the information. Yeah, I wouldn't like immediately turn you off. I'm getting, um, I'm getting like fired up over here. It's so funny. Like I see this is like something that would toe the line of like, is it an ick or not an ick? Like I get very, very upset if I feel like someone is like mansplaining or like explaining something to me that they think I don't understand. And do you, I'm, me, like, do you want me to tell you what that term means? <laughs> LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. That'll get me fired up like real quick and like turn me into bitch mode. But that's I, not quite an ick. That's just like I it's like a trigger, more of a trigger. I get that though. All right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna rattle these off to you like okay. rapid fire and you tell me if you need more explanation because I would hate Oh, I have such a good ick before you go. Okay. Right, give it Yo. to me. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, people's teeth, dude. Okay. Like, <laughs> do you ever <laughs> get close to a person? Rarely. And they've got like, yeah, I know. Don't. <laughs> they've got like yellow in the cracks between their teeth or like sediment. Like it's like they just ate a sandwich and like didn't floss or maybe never have floss in their life or like just. I have two friends that came to mind. Both are pretty high cigarette smokers. And they're probably, one's not really even a friend. It's like a friend of a friend. And the other, I like just don't talk to anymore. I didn't think of it being cigarettes, but it could it it could be. I don't know. Um, I remember because I, I don't know. There's just certain people like you meet people at night and you're like, oh, they're kind of cute, but then you see them out in like sunshine and you see their teeth. Like I got an ick from that this summer. I think the ick is interesting because to me that represents it's like a little glimpse into how you like manage your life. Right. It's like, it's, what is your dental hygiene? It's maintenance. It's cleanliness. It's like respect for yourself. And how right. is that going to reflect on me? All right. I'm going to rattle off some. All right. Let's hear them. These long nails that girls have, like yep. the long, like Billie Eilish nails. I can't okay. do it. Good to hear. I can't do it. Um, Fake boobs, too. That's not on my list, but that's I've never encountered a situation where I'm like, girl, I would marry you. But if only it's never happened. But I don't have like you ever them. touched a fake boob? No, me neither. Not inside a person. You t- touched an implant? No. Okay. This one might uh, offend you a tiny bit. Ooh. Girls, girls with only photos of themselves on Instagram. LOL. I have a couple photos of other things. I've been very public about front-facing camera versus back-facing camera. To me, it's I would say it's more attractive if like you're cute and everything on your Instagram is like the world and not you like i think that's like hot so if it's the opposite i see who's most important in your life and i'm like all right no room for me here 
be honest. Yeah. Does my profile count under that? You want me to pull it up right now? As if it's not bookmarked on your phone. That's not. Um, just because I do have a lot of photos of myself, but they're not all selfies. I think that's a semi difference. If you have a lot of selfies versus no, that's worse. It's worse if you have pictures taken of you by others because you're saying yes. take a picture of me. Yes, because <laughs> I think behind the scenes, remember? Get a picture of me, babe. And then they spend well, 30 minutes and then it's a whole hour picking the right photo. And it's at like least it. it's you with your friends. But yeah, you, friends. you have a lot. <laughs> it's mostly me. It's mostly you. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all like cool pictures. So mm. and I'm a cool ass girl. Rebecca. That's what we're going to call you from now on. Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> um, this is a very specific one. Refer to all athletes by last name. I've been with girls who are like, I like sports. Um, you know who's great? Harper. Oh, and Turner. Like, ah, the to me, that's like you don't know sports. That's a very specific one. So you would you're talking to some hot Jewish girl. She's it's got a- perfect teardrop, natural boobies. Oof. She's got a beautiful smile, no Oof. yellow, and she's ready to take you home and stay up all night and on the the walk up to her apartment she starts talking about athletes by their last name and you're like sorry i gotta go i would i might say something but number one like jewish girls usually not um no it's just like it makes me like when i talk to my so there's players in the phillies trey turner bryce harper will be like trey's been good like oh did you see bryce hit his 300th homer like that's how we talk about I'm, tell me if I'm mansplaining this, but this is basically how it works. If there's a player who has like a unique first name, you refer to them by their first name. So if I said LeBron, you know who I'm talking about. If somebody says, oh, yeah, James on the Lakers, like you don't know fucking shit about sports. Sorry. Nobody calls him James. Right. But you're saying they call him by their last name, I thought. I don't like when they call them by their last name. Unless right. it's like like there's a player in the Phillies named Nick Castellanos. Call him Nick, call him Castellanos. I know who you're talking about. There's certain players where people don't do that. You have to like know the vibe. And to me, it's attractive if a girl knows sports. So maybe that's why you're like cosplaying as a sports fan. And I know you're not. But do you? Okay, this is interesting. So you I linked you with my friend Haley, who lives in Philly, uh, just because she's a dog sitter and she might sit your dog or whatever. Haley is a true sports girl. Really? Many sports girls have spoken to me before. Their number one pet peeve is like if she's at a bar and she I know talks this. about I love basketball and they're, oh, do you name like five players? Like immediately doubting the girl that she I, could like sports. I think that's unfair. Okay. So you're not that that far gone. Well, the thing like, I try I try to do with those things is flip it. Like how would it go in the reverse direction? Like if I said I like you tell me. What's a what's a thing I like that's girly? Oh, Justin Bieber. Yeah, I don't like her. I mostly don't like her. That's mostly what I do. Right, but pretend. No, isn't this a pretend game? We're not. No, I'm trying to really relate to it. Oh, okay. One episode, we're gonna just dive right into. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we need two not, episodes. Not today, Two-parter. folks. <laughs> we'll we'll do it. I talked to. She came up in my therapy session this morning. And that bot that like bugs the hell out of me. She's fucking everywhere. It's... You know what? She's living rent free in your brain. Baby no, boy. it's like it's like it's been Christmas all year, and I'm Jewish. That's how it feels being not a 
a fan. I feel that. And I will say there's a huge, huge Venn diagram center portion of people who are obsessed with Christmas and people who are obsessed with It's practically the same circle. Well, I had on my Hinge profile, I don't know if I ever told you this. I had on my Hinge profile for maybe like a week before I found it very not productive. I had a Venn diagram that it was liberal girls, not fans. And then the overlap was like that much. And I had an arrow that said like my type. Yeah. That probably yeah, didn't work very well for you. No. So wait, did we find, <laughs> I don't know if I'm like, if I'm like, oh, do you guys watch the Kardashians? Would they yeah. be like, oh, okay, like name all the Kardashians? Um, I mean, I don't think girls have that kind of antagonistic. Um, yeah. I, I don't feel, with- I, I don't feel that way about because like if you're a girl and you tell me you like sports, I'm not like this is might get a little political here. <laughs> this is how like liberals are now. Like, yeah, I'm liberal. Oh, are you? Do you eat meat? Who did mm. you vote for? And like all that stuff. Like you have to like audition. I don't care if a girl tells me she likes sports. Cool. Then I can have the Phillies game on when we hang out. That's all I mm-hmm. think about. Okay. But if she starts referring by their names, a yeah. certain that makes you mad. Okay. You know what? Hey, the thing about X is that they don't really make sense. And they're yours. Exactly. It's... And then my last one is repeating things that you saw on social media as if they were your own jokes or thoughts. <gasps> That's the worst. Do you come that. across that a lot? I have friends who have done that. That's crazy. That's also it bring it speaks to like a lot of dating app profiles. Like I feel like a lot of the jokes people make on are all like internet. Oh jokes. my God. Oh my God. Yes. Every I swear to God, if you have uh, on your hinge, the prompt dating me is like 90% of them are eating a chocolate chip cookie, then realizing it's oatmeal, then realizing it's an edible. That's 90% of them. Wow. And another one is I'll fall for you if you trip me like ladies. Guys do that one a lot, too. They do. Mine are one. Mine are all amazing. I'm sure. Which is why I'm swimming in it right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's it's interesting because originality to me is like very attractive. So if you're the other way and if you're not. No, uh, no physical demeanors or like a a like action that somebody could do. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, this this wasn't like quite an ick, but like maybe um, I was like kind of dating somebody last year and I would go to his house and like he would brush his teeth and like want to talk to me while brushing his teeth. And I just had to be like, I can't do this. Like I literally will throw up. We like just go in the bathroom, do your thing for three minutes and be done. Like I hate anyone talking with their mouth is all like full of like saliva and like toothpaste foam and they're like it's like really really very nasty to me but it didn't give me the ick it wasn't like oh i never want to like you know fuck you again but i i really can't handle that yeah probably i would have to i can't think of anything right now i i have gone on this is a david spade stand-up joke but i have gone on dates with girls who it's been impossible to communicate with them. And they're like, I'm really bad at texting. And then like, I go like have dinner with them or get a drink. And they're like texting the whole time. I texted a girl, took her four days and she's like, Oh my God, I'm the worst texter. And then I answer. And then three days later she goes, Oh my God, I spaced. I'm so bad at this. And it's just such a bullshit excuse. Cause I did finally get her out to dinner and all night she's just hunched over phone like this. <laughs> har, 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 har. <laughs> 
I see you're getting the hang of it. Oh, that's so rude. Just to texting on a date. Any like kind of like subtle disrespect or like inability to kind of like be in the moment. I even when I hang out with my friends, I like don't touch my phone. And I think I train myself to do that just because I'm home alone a lot. So I'm on my phone a lot. So when I don't have to be, I'm like, good. Yeah, same. You pull it out. You check it every now and then. But you're not like on it. Like Not you know, even. It's... Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think if I had any other physical ones that are like. So I dated a girl who kind of like walked funny, like a dude. And it was like a little strange. Like if we would like have sex and then she would walk away from the bed. I'd be like, oh, it's... I don't know. How it would give you the that. ick. Now that's an ick right there. Yeah. That's an ick. Because even in the in the sexual moment, you were like... No, afterwards, I was like, uh... Right, because like she's that. not, like, walking while you're banging. That'd be crazy. <laughs> no, come back. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good topic because I, I feel like I'm a good observer. Like, I'm mm -hmm. good at nailing, in, like, micro-impressions of people, especially, like, people at work. So if I notice something about somebody and it like continues, it's going to get annoying and I'm going to probably like bring it up. That's the other thing. If you bring up the ick, like, is that, I think that's the mature thing to do. Like back to the start of this conversation, it makes people want to break up with people. I would say, Hey, you know, it's weird that you're wearing socks with sandals. It really bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's like, you know, it just depends how far in usually the icks come up when everything's very new and stuff. So you could just got to depend how big, you know, the ick is that it's like a game changer, like that guy being friends with Shane. I was like, this cannot <laughs> be overlooked ever. I've seen uh, a lot, a lot of girls in the park with like leg hair. I can't. Mm, I can't. That's, I that's okay. That's fair. You're allowed to have that. So, okay. I have one. I don't know if I ever told you. And I, listen, I was 22 or 23 when I went on a date with this man. I'm a different woman now. I wouldn't make the same choices that I did. Thank you. <laughs> but I met this man first date at a like brewery. We were just like grabbing a beer and, you know, we're drinking beers. And he's like, oh, like, I have to be careful, like how much I drink. Like all I've had today is milk. I must have told you this. <laughs> no, I love it, though. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean by that? And he literally says, yeah, all I've had today is milk. Some days all I have is just a couple glasses of full milk. It has all the nutrients that you need, and it's fine. And he's now he's mansplaining. He's milksplaining <laughs> to you. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Now. Yeah, don't you know what fucking milk is? <laughs> so cows get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what an udder is? <laughs> yeah so one of the top regrets of my life is not walking out of the bar like right then and I think that as a 22 year old that's not something I ever did even if I was told like I would stick through the date and now I'd be like bye um yeah but that man literally told me he only drank milk and I continued to keep talking to him so if you were with that guy and the I don't know bartender or waitress or whatever come up and said like can I get you anything else you should have been like, I'll take the check and I'll take a glass of milk. And then you walked out. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> like, that's how you should end that story. I don't even care if it's true. Okay. I'll, I should, I'm going to start lying. And then my brain will think that I am badass enough to do those things. And maybe in the next situation, I actually will. But here's, uh, here's the reason why that's, it's a great ick, by the way. Thanks. Here's the, here's the reason if I'm that guy and somehow, you know, whatever the day transpired and I'm in my head going, 
dude, all I drank today was milk. I didn't even eat anything. Mm-hmm. My next thought is I have a date tonight. Probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it was like first 10 minutes. He was bold with it. He was the type of guy who didn't have much shame. And that's an ick too. You should have some fucking shame, I think. Therapist and I talked about that this morning too. About the level of shame. It's yeah. It's a toxic emotion, but you should have a tiny bit of it. It's a, sh- it's a shrinking practice because- People would rather check in and make sure everything's okay than like let the shame correct it. So the bat mitzvah movie, you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Yeah, I want to hear your perspective. You told me this before. Did you have a bat mitzvah? I don't remember. It's very embarrassing because I didn't. And it has to do with it has to do with the Hebrew school that I went to. I hated Hebrew school. So I like refused to go for like a year or two. And then when I went back to it, it was basically like I was held back. Like I was in um the group with like kids who were like a couple years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, And the whole thing made me feel very stupid and like self-conscious. So I was obviously used to being smart in school. So being in what felt to me like the dumb kids, like it just really fucked with me mentally and um yeah that was a big part of it and I just like never I just did not want to study for my bat mitzvah my mom didn't make me because her whole thing she was like well orthodox women don't have bat mitzvahs so I was like okay I'm orthodox and um yeah and then uh, my other peers would start studying for their bat mitzvah and it'd be like oh Elise is doing her bat mitzvah and Rebecca oh yeah you're not doing your bat mitzvah my teacher would say that like multiple times in class and I was like I fucking hate you like stop saying that like in Hebrew school yeah he would keep he's mentioned like multiple times he'd be like oh right and oh Rebecca you're not doing your bat mitzvah so okay and I was like bro so yeah I have a lot of bitter emotions oh I'm so I'm so did the did the movie drudge up any of that (laughs) um no the movie didn't judge up too much of it because it you know seemed like a big fiasco and my parents I, would have paid for something like that anyway so <laughs> not i think out on anything i think uh maybe around late next february we might hold a, a little bar mitzvah opportunity for you oh. in the podcast a, a pod mitzvah i don't know about that the Maybe. only person to be high during her bar mitzvah can't be the only one there's got to be some others 13 you think so there's pot smokers out there that start early on all no, right. Stay there. tuned, folks. We've got a few months. I, I thought it was good. I, I, I'm very harsh on comedies now because there's no good ones. But like I laughed a few times. I think I'm biased because I relate a lot to the community. Uh, Sarah Sherman, who plays Rabbi Rebecca. Loved that. Who is your celeb crush today? Because it can change day to day. So like for today. Um. Oh, oh, I have a good answer. OK. Sarah Sherman. Oh, on SNL? Yes. Oh, Oh, you love her. That's my kind of girl right now. Oh, very big, goofy goof. Weird, but like cute. Stole the show. You know I love her. I know, and her name was Rebecca too. I know, and she was goofy and weird and talked about her yeast infection. Mm. (laughs) A a woman after my own heart. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I thought it. the, The biggest thing, I was talking to my friend who's not Jewish about it, and I said the biggest thing that was like strange to me was... Just how they kind of were in the community. I would tell people I I lived in like a very Jewish area. Like I would say probably 20 to 40 percent of my school was Jewish, probably closer to like 35, 40. But at no point did I ever feel like 
everyone I knew and hung out with was Jewish. And I felt like, I guess they're in LA in that movie, right? Yeah, that was weird that everyone was Jewish. And then it was like, so like they they were going to Hebrew school and regular school, right? Yeah. That was kind of confusing too. It was like, so they're in like, what's the difference between I, these two? And they made like really one, that kid Mateo, who I guess was some kind of, I don't know, Hispanic or something. Where they had, he had like a girlfriend in Ecuador or something. Oh, right, they're the like, shorter one. Yeah, they're like, why is he at the Hebrew school? Right, kind of racist. But honestly, but for me, racist. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, there was some questionable aspects to that. But for me, my Hebrew school, there was probably maybe like twenty five percent of kids at my Hebrew school from my regular school, and the rest were from schools around the area. So right. you you had like, oh, this person goes to my Hebrew school, and then they go to Abington or somewhere else. Right. Um, movie didn't really seem to have that. It just seemed like the same community going in and out of school that's why it was confusing because i was like are we in regular school or is there school like a jewish high school like it was a little bit confusing in that way i agree yeah um how was your your community like wasn't very jewish at all was it is it no it was me and my sister and there was one other jewish um family in the school system but we did have a synagogue in our town somehow, which is kind of crazy. There's a little, and it's cute. It's right on the beach. So you like walk out into the ocean. So I felt grateful for that. Cause I mean, there's plenty of towns in Maine that don't even have a synagogue. So that's cool enough. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely did not grow up with a lot of Jewish kids. Did you go to any bar bat mitzvahs? Um, so I knew Jewish kids from Hebrew school. It wasn't friends with any of those. So did not attend any of those. Then I went to Jewish summer camps and mm. I did go to a few bar and bat mitzvahs through there, um, but not many. Yeah, I really, I never went to some like big party type bar mitzvah, like the ones that look like a sweet 16. Like I never experienced any of those. I did. Yeah. The, and I'm the, jealous. There was, there was a uh, definitely like seventh grade. There's the point from like, I would say like maybe late fall to early spring where like, if you're a well-liked young man like I am, mm-hmm. you don't have a free weekend. And sometimes you got to make tough decisions. My uh, my bar mitzvah was on the same weekend as Carly Kogan's. She had to move the date of her party. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You will love the date of my bar mitzvah. What was the day? 420? 420. Hitler's birthday, your favorite day of the year. Um, I remember like not enjoying it, but looking back, like it's it's cool. Because I didn't like it because, like, I was a chubby little 13-year-old and I was like, I got to wear a suit again this weekend. Like, I just want to watch cartoons. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, it was interesting. It's 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 weird how it's timed, like, with puberty because there's a lot of, like, sexual exploration that goes on at bar mitzvahs, which was not really covered in this movie at all, probably yeah. for good reason. But I remember a lot of strange things. Hilarious. Yeah, I didn't get any of that exposure i did not get into any hanky panky with any of my jewish um the summer camp i went to was like orthodox so they weren't gonna be messing around that sounds horrible it wasn't they were fun but they just weren't gonna like a lot of milk drinkers their dicks sucked or anything like that right yeah they're they're worshiping hashem yeah right um that's interesting the 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 um pubertiness of it and like so one thing that struck me about the movie like a part of why i also didn't want to have a bar mitzvah is like yeah i did not the whole act of memorizing the Torah portion without the vowels like was very intimidating and scary 
And I thought it was so cool that the girl in the movie was listening to it on audio. And I was like, that is so 2023. These lucky ass fucking bitches. Did you do that? Yeah, that's not. I, I, I could do that. I'm I, I had, dude, I had like a huge like laptop size tape recorder. And I would, I think so, they either give you a tape of somebody else like doing it. Who's like a rabbi or you record yourself and you listen to it. Oh my. I'll I'll tell you that this is this is great like like uh, deep cuts for for Jews I I remember I had a like a tutor like a bar mitzvah tutor I think her name was like Miss Kaplan or something only thing I remember about her is she was going through a divorce and when I told her my dad was a divorce lawyer she like hated me immediately not my fault I didn't choose that but she's apparently having a problem with a divorce lawyer and yeah you know so I had a partner named Ben and every class, like she would sit at her desk and then we two would sit across from her and, you know, we would practice her shit. One day, Ben couldn't be there. So she sat next to me. And I remember writing phonetically what I was supposed to say for my Haftarah portion. So it was if it was like Baruch, I would write B-A-R-U-C-H. Yeah. And I was like, this is cheating because now I'm just reading English. Yeah. And I remember like she sat down next to me. I'm like, oh, no, she's going to see it. And she saw it. And she's like, what? She's like, yeah, everybody does that. And I'm like, oh, this is a fucking cinch. Because then you memorize it. You're not actually reading from the Torah. Right. I know it's, yeah, you're ultimately yeah. memorizing. I'm pissed. No one ever, <laughs> ever said anything about this audio shit. So now I'm fucking really mad. <laughs> I probably still have those tapes somewhere. But but it was cool to see that she could just do it on her phone now, where I had to be like, pause, rewind a tape, because I'm mm-hmm. 100 years old, play. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I remember how stressful that was and how it really didn't matter at all. Like people, they, there was a great, they kind of, they, I feel like they implied this joke, but there's a great like bar mitzvah joke where people just come to the party and they come up to them and like, great job this morning. Like, it doesn't matter how good you did there. People are going to be like, you're fantastic. Right. But it would be life endingly embarrassing if you flubbed up. If so. you suck. I would 100% judge kids. It's not how you say it. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe, you know, maybe I avoided some like life altering, like embarrassing trauma that would have occurred at my bat mitzvah. And like, you know me, I'm, I'm little miss embarrassing face turns red. So maybe it's better for me that I just avoided that. I'm trying to think that. So there's definitely my dad hired someone to shoot the bar mitzvah my bar mitzvah i should find that tape and digitize it and like cut it up for social media people would love that absolutely i remember i forgot my haftar portion at home and my dad had to go get it that's so yeah <laughs> the one thing you need I know, oh right? god i remember drinking wine for the first time on the bima and i did not like it hot and i remember my like torah portion was cain and abel and oh, like, yeah, especially because I have a brother. So it was mm-hmm. like, have you seen Bar Mitzvah Boy Jacob on SNL? Do you remember that? It was Vanessa Bear. Oh, man. Yes. Was, oh, yes, yes. Yes. I remember. And she would be really dorky. Yeah. On the first day, God said, let there be light. And on the second day, he said, let there be Derek Jeter and the New York Yankees. <laughs> Crushed exactly how like. But not when we play Xbox. You know, that's what the kind of shit that I did. <laughs> but it was funny. It was funny to watch that. And so kind of like a moving forward from this conversation, the bar mitzvah video was not a thing when I was in bar mitzvah season. Now I talk to mothers at work who are planning their kids bar and bat mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. 
Uh huge, huge thing. And that was like the capstone of this movie was the bar mitzvah video. Yeah. Um, A coworker of mine just went to Israel to have her son bar mitzvahed. And she asked me to make him a video. And I realize now that this could be like a whole side hustle for me. Oh, a hundred percent. You should definitely do that as a side. Cause I feel like you would have fun with that. Like maybe. So if anybody out there listening is like, I want my kid to have a kick-ass bar bat mitzvah video. Let me know. My rates are very high and um, we'll make it happen. Cause they should be. But yeah, everyone should go watch that movie. It was really cute. I thought it was really cute because it also, um, it felt like, very eye-opening to like how kids are these days a little bit like they had the girls watching the movies on their fucking phones the whole time yeah. <laughs> like this is just like what kids do i guess like okay and there are a couple other like little moments um and I, it really reminded me of pen 15 just when they show these girls like pining over like the 13 year old boy who is just the dorkiest looking human to any other person doesn't look jewish at all but just it's so funny because like for those girls like that is sex on earth and Mm. i remember feeling that you know and it's like it's just a 12 year old boy like it's one of the ugliest things on the planet but for those girls it's everything i don't i definitely there was a girl i had a crush on and she was at my bar mitzvah but i don't remember it being a thing that like she was going to be at a bar mitzvah i remember hearing i didn't engage in any prepubescent sexual activity because i was a good boy and i also didn't very girl and very very scared and i think the stories i heard were well stories i heard might have been lies there's definitely one instance and where i was sitting on a party bus next to a friend of mine who was i wouldn't even say feeling up a girl because he was like had his arm around her and like feeling her this is this is a 13 year old girl and i'm sitting next to my friend going like what why aren't we talking about rocket power It's it's a very strange time. It is a strange time. And I've been made fun of for not like making out with people when I was 12 and stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm glad to have had my childhood for a couple extra years. You're never going to get that back. You got all your adult life to suck on whatever you want. And (laughs) you don't have to do that when you're 12. (laughs) You want to talk about cruises. What's What's going on with cruises? I've been on one. Um, when I was 14, I want to say my biggest memory was I could wake up at like two in the morning and go get pizza. Now you're selling me on it. That's Hon- it. Honestly, that's I've been like, I should do that again. And that's the reason I've never been on a cruise. I've been very anti-cruise until I just heard of that pizza at 2am argument, which <laughs> is kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, but the whole thing is very nasty to me. And I, the thing is, I don't understand how cruise the cruise industry came back after COVID because that whole thing, remember when the cruises were like stranded and everyone like had COVID and it was like, ew, this is gross. Like, ew, why would you get back on one of those? I remember thinking like cruises, buffets, done. And guess what are both back? Done. Cruises yeah. and buffets, yeah. Cruises, and they're just like, I don't know, where do they put all that poop? It must go in the ocean, right? That's a great question. So well, much, so where much. do we put all our poop? It's a really good question. Ern? actually when i was in eighth grade we were supposed to have a field trip that was gonna be like about like painting storm drains yeah and then it was raining that day so instead of doing that 
they took us to the sewage treatment center in Old Orchard Beach. And so we literally like walked through the different buildings and there's a, a literal building of a giant wide belt of everyone's shit just falling into like a giant bucket and kids were like running outside to like throw up because it was so smelly. If this is somebody's, if somebody's listening to this podcast and this is their first episode, I just want to give you an idea of how you're being painted in your life. Never okay. bought, never bought mitzvah. <laughs> Never been on a cruise. Yep. Dating milkmen. Yep. And your idea of fun <laughs> as a field trip in school was going to the sewage system. Now, I never said it was fun. So <laughs> would, but they that. thought it would be, you know, it'd be fun for they the kids. <laughs> not me. Um, It's just funny because, you know what, not a lot of people. And the funny part, too, is I remember the guy, like the tour guide definitely was like pissed at us because like we're just you know the kids were like why would you work with poop like you know and he's like it's actually a very important job um and actually he's like pulling this water out and he's like this is like drinkable like you could drink this like purify it like blah 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 and we're just like okay like <laughs> good for you <laughs> poop guy and then that Walter guy he's on tinder that guy went on a date that night and said yeah. sorry sorry i'm late all i had today was milk yeah literally probably uh, yeah i feel like privileged our our field trips were awesome i went to ellis island for a field trip we went to the poconos for a field trip i also went to portland headlight lighthouse for a field trip oh, okay oh cool one of the most famous lighthouses in america there you go okay we actually went... most photographed in america so most photographed lighthouse in america yes how do you that get was... that how do you get that like what if i just went up to a lighthouse here in philadelphia and just snapped away at my phone how many until i break the, the lighthouse record. federation would find you and kill you don't even don't even talk about doing it they've been after me for years <laughs> yeah well they're gonna fucking <laughs> the lighthouse federation <laughs> yeah i went to a small fucking poor school our track was condemned no. Rudy. we couldn't afford fun <laughs> your tra- like your running track my high school track was condemned. Oh, Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. We were not allowed to host home meets. Yeah, I was just saying this to my friends. They're like, I didn't even know a track could be condemned. Yeah. <laughs> like too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So you this know track goes I- right into the sewage system. <laughs> <laughs> Most tracks now have that rubber coating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my school had that. that. It was straight asphalt. And there would be, like, craters and, like, dips. Like, it needed to be, like, redone. And there were a bunch of things missing. So, yes. I had a difficult difficult high school. But you know what? But now you're going on a cruise. How many How many kids were in your average high school class, Rudy? Just wondering. Like, 180. No, like, classroom. Like, math class. Oh, 25, 30. Ah, uh, 12. 12 to 15 max. So, who got you... the better education? Miriam. You're... You're bragging? Yes, I'm bragging about more student to teacher interaction time. Right, because that's that's what qualifies as better education. I um, lived in that's I, a huge part of success. I lived in Nebraska. How can you address all those kids if there's 25 of them and six of them have their hands up and four of them are fucking farting and yelling and swearing? Because maybe maybe some of us don't need the teacher as much as you think. <laughs> Just I'm give like, me the textbook and let me go, baby. I got you. Let me go. I, when I lived in Nebraska, I worked with people who their entire graduating class was like 12 people. Yeah. Well, 
So basically, I'm special and so cultured in this country. Mm-hmm. So I can see things on the spectrum of like where everyone mm-hmm. kind of lives. So don't think you're going to get any kind of sympathy out of me. All right. Um, I don't want sympathy. I like my school. So shut up. I, lo- I think you're, uh, you. Yeah, it sounds like a great school. <laughs> okay. How did we get here from cruises? Just going to say, I just kind of think they're kind of gross. But then it's like if someone invited me on a cruise, I'd probably go. But the whole I, idea is just kind of claustrophobic and gross. I would say cruises, cruise would be on my list of like, try it once. Yeah. Because I had a good experience. They're very expensive. I went with my family. Um, I think my dad and stepmother both lost their mother the same year. So got a lot of money. And they were like, let's spend it on a cruise. And we had a good time. And I would do it again. I've talked to my friends about like, would you guys want to go on like a singles cruise? Because that sounds fun to me. You want to go on a singles cruise? That would just stress me out because if is everybody coming from all over America? You gonna fall in love with some bitch who lives in Texas or some shit? Yeah, that that's like every show on Netflix now, right? I don't know. I don't watch Netflix. <laughs> we just talked about a movie. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's people in your area, I support it. But otherwise, you're looking for trouble. I I I feel you. All right, let's hit up perfumes and colognes. What are your thoughts? Do you like them? I would say when I was young, probably bar mitzvah age, when I first started wearing deodorant, I started to buy some colognes. The Abercrombie cologne, Fierce, was like a big seller Mm -hmm. and still probably wafts through many a mall in this country. But then I hit a certain point in college when I was accepted into the cult of Justin Drew Bieber. And I started wearing Usher cologne because that was the closest thing I could find to Justin Bieber. And then I want to say... Maybe four or five years later, in a magazine, it was published what cologne he wear, wears, and I dropped a lot of money on it. Do you Are you comfortable sharing or no? Of course. It's okay. Um, Perfumes are very expensive. 500 is okay. It was a two, $230 bottle, yeah. um, but I still have it. Like, it's probably going to last, gonna last me. Yeah. And that's the only one I wear. And What's, what is it? It is Lilabo Santal 33. It is a unisex cologne and perfume and smells great and i think they make candles of it too santal is one of my favorite fragrances and uh yeah Hmm. i I probably have a couple other ones but i don't really use it that much i would say only when i like go out to like have a social time so you're a signature scent kind of guy you got the one yeah and only because justin bieber i don't i don't know that i didn't know that that was that i fell into a category but yeah, signature scent. That's me. Lulabo Santal 33. Did you, you must have naturally liked it because you wouldn't have still worn the smell if you didn't like it, right? I, I really appreciate your line of questioning into investigating <laughs> this. So for a long time, so for a long time, I bought like the tiny little tube bottles of it. Yeah. And then I got to the point where I was like, I like this. This is my cologne. And I think I had a ton of like Amazon credit. So I bought it on Amazon. And now I have a lot of it. So, yes, I, I tried it out for a few years before I committed. Right. And you because that's the thing, like some smells, you smell it immediately. It's like, you know, it's obviously liked it. I like the description of it. I like unisex smells. Oh, uh, you're 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 researching. I am. I like the notes. It's got cedar wood and sandalwood. I like woody, oceany type smells. So I'm intrigued. 
Um, I just think smells are interesting because, um, yeah, there's so many different types. Um, what's very interesting, I don't know if you know this, Elizabeth and I get very into perfumes. This is actually a topic that we were going to discuss if we had the podcast. RIP, the Elizabeth and Becca podcast. We might still do it. But the other day she bought like 40 different samples of perfume from this like perfume sample site. And we were smelling them all and testing them on ourselves. And a perfume on me and a perfume on Elizabeth smell completely different. Even each perfume. Yeah. So even if you wearing the same perfume as Justin Bieber, you guys smell completely different because the skin chemistry, <laughs> unless you guys have the same skin chemistry, yeah. which we assume we do. Yeah. yeah. Assume we yeah. do. If it's not you, it's not anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like we'll put smells on it and they'll smell like you let it dry down and stuff. And 10 minutes later, it literally smells completely different. So I think that's really cool, but still good, you know, different, but good. I also, just for the record, I'm positive Justin Bieber probably does not wear that cologne anymore if he wears any cologne at all. And the three times I met him, that's right, three times. We haven't dove into this at all either. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember him smelling like that. I just remember his eyes. Those eyes. Those eyes. Okay, next question. Okay, yeah. yeah. For, For girls... Do you like smelling perfume on them? Do you not like? Are there certain smells that you do or don't like on girls? I feel like I'm going to have to dance around this to not sound creepy. Um, <laughs> I used to work with a lot of old ladies. And there were there were yeah. people like where I would be like, Melissa was here. Um, yeah, that's gross. That's that's like headache. It's a lot. I like when I can like, I don't know, there's like a shampoo or something smell that I like. That like if I smell on a girl, I'm like, oh yeah, good. Okay. I I think there are perfumes that I don't like. I I don't like like a lot of like makeup and I don't like like a lot of maintenance. Mm. Like I don't I don't I think it's easy for a guy to say this, so I'll say that. I don't I, I think the more of that that you do on yourself, like the further I know it's like widely accepted, the further you get from like the reality of you. It's like, I don't like it. It's like odd to me. I get that. Yeah. That Hence the fake boobs, fake nails. Like, yeah. What are you running from, babe? Why are you running? You know that meme? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll put, a, <laughs> we'll put a clip of that right here. Why are you running? Why are you running? Well, that's a callback to earlier because we talked about having sex with your girl. <laughs> running or walking. Why are you running? <laughs> Stop it. It's sexually unattractive. You know, I, I wasn't saying she was running away. She would just she would walk away and I'd be like, oh, man, I don't really like how she walks. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear I, you. I um, feel I feel like the word perfume to me, like I, I think big bottle with that fucking pump. And I think like yes. old old lady uh, Macy's like thinking ca- the old counter powdery smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all interesting. Um. I had um I will tell you I will tell you this before I found out what? his yeah those are Cal Calvin Klein is it called women would yeah it smells so good I I had a Calvin Klein too <laughs> I think I still have it because good and you know what I was just gonna say my thing with perfumes is I like putting perfume on because I like smelling myself throughout the day I'll go like this and I go like this <laughs> yeah. It reminds me about 
talking about <laughs> women wearing uh, makeup too. And like, you're allowed to be attracted to not attract. Like, that's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. But a lot of women say, you know, they're wearing makeup for themselves, not because they're like trying to attract a certain type of person. That's how I feel about perfume. I'm wearing it to please myself. I don't care what you think. That's good. Yeah. It's, in it's interesting kind of what it does for your self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So b before it's really this, my whole cologne experience is Justin Bieber based because I went from Usher to Calvin Klein, which he did commercials for, as everyone remembers. Remember, it was like a drum oh, beat yeah. and him in underwear. Everybody remembers. My comments. He put like a sock in his box. No, oh, Kate no, McKinnon did it. that. No. <laughs> and then when I found out his, I was like, I'm sold. But he put out two perfumes that I definitely remember the name of. One is called Someday. I think the other one's called The Key. And I will tell you what, probably fine on its own, like a little like, you know, teeny bopper, like strawberries, you know, that shit. When you go to a concert, it's oh. walk, walking into a fucking wall of it. That's so funny. Yeah. Right. Because girls are like, if I'm going to fuck Justin Bieber, I got to be wearing the perfume that he sells. Yeah, he'll definitely. This will work. And then there's me. A young 20-year-old person going, I'm not going to wear perfume, Jay. Put out yeah. something for the bros. Put out something for your 12 male fans. <laughs> and he never did. Yeah. So I'm just here waiting for that magazine well, article. Doing, right. At least he started the Drew line. So you can buy that stuff. And I he did. Yeah. He, he should do a Drew cologne. I think it's it's time. That's a really good idea. Doesn't that, that, that sounds like fun, like having your own cologne. Like uh, test testing uh, like spices 100%. and stuff. Yeah, do a hundred percent. I would love to. Um, I actually went to a little um place like that it was like a shop. Um, when I was dating this guy, I lived in Missouri. Uh, they had a shop where you could mix up your own perfume, and it was very fun. It was super fun. I will say, I think a lot of times, if it's a celebrity, especially a pop star like Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, um, those perfumes tend to be overly like sweet and like nasty so Artificial. you gotta find the classier yeah yeah i get that and also i think it's cool like knowing what kind of notes you like like my perfume that i pulled out is called literally called wood sage and sea salt like it sounds like it has very similar notes to the one that you're talking about with like woody like salty notes do you do candles sometimes but i'm not a huge candle girl i have a few i live oh, in a city so like sometimes city smells seep in here um mm -hmm. i have a candle going right now so i've been a little I like candles and I like Santel. That's from TJ Maxx, oh, you get isn't it? it is Let's go. I, I reckon I used to, oh. when I lived in a tiny town, I would spend many a minutes in a TJ Maxx sniffing, putting back, resetting my palate, sniffing and putting back. And would you ever buy or you'd always yeah. put it back? Yeah. But the hard thing, at the hard thing at TJ Maxx is if you like something, you're never going to get it again. Oh, I know. It's a grab bag kind of store. I love it. That's why you got to go all the time. <laughs> They're cheap too. candles on Amazon are like 20 bucks. TJ Maxx, you can get it for like six bucks. That's what I'm saying. And these are regularly like, yeah, definitely more expensive. That's might... so that you knew it was TJ Maxx. Yeah, I love that. that's the opposite of an egg. When a guy knows where a candle's from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when a guy knows TJ Maxx well enough, that's what it is. It's interesting to think just like what what a cologne does to like my overall like if i put on cologne i feel like complete like the out like the whole 
drip, the whole look, the fit, if you will. Look at me, just dropping all these slang phrases like I'm cool. How do you do, fellow kids? Is complete. Like, that's the last so cool. step. Like, you're going to, you might smell me before you see me. I don't put on that much. I do like two. I do one on the wrist and one on like the hug spot. Is that what people call it? I got a big question for you, Rudy. I've never heard it called that, but that's a really cute oh. term. I think I love that. And let's make it. Yeah. Okay. Question: Do you when you spray it, do you go like this? Because a lot of men do that when they put any kind of smell on, like no. rub it, and you shouldn't do that. No, I don't okay. think I've ever done. It. Well, I wear an Apple you, Watch. You've never even seen that. No, I've done like the sp spray and walk into it before, just because it's it seems fun, you know. It's, Good. Sh 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 but it's usually <laughs> I usually do. I guess. Very, yeah. Yeah, because I hold it in my right hand, so I do one here. And one here. And that's kind of it. I might actually, you know what I do? As long as you don't rub. I don't, I yeah. don't risk. That looks like um, you're trying to like escape a hostage situation. What you just did. Um, I do wrist. Okay. And then I do the hug spot as we are going to get that trademarked. We'll put out shirts. And then mm -hmm. I think I rub my wrist on that spot too. So it gets on. So like one rub or rub, 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 rub. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's not like, okay, now put on cologne. It's like, oh, I should wear cologne. Spray, spray. All right, I'm out. I don't make like an, a, a to-do out okay. of it. I just want anyone listening to know that when you rub your skin after applying perfume, you're burning like the scent molecules off and you're rubbing them off. Great ick. That's a great no. ick. Um, I don't know if it would count. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be. An, it would be an ick because it'd be dumb, but it'd you're be like, exciting for me because then it gives idiot. me a chance to womansplain to them. Oh. I love womansplaining to men. Yes, so I yes, get yes. why they like mansplaining to me because I like doing it. But. I I think that I love that for you to take one of your phrases, the womansplain. Oh, do you love that I do that? Do you love when women womansplain to you, though? Depends how I feel about the woman. Yeah. I had, I had somebody um, at work explain to me what lockers were because I'm not Jew Jewish enough to work there. And I mm -hmm. went, stop. I know what lockers are. <laughs> <laughs> i've been i've been chosen for 34 years okay <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty bad i'd have he, to stop. he was like a lock a lock is like a hash brown i'm like are you serious <laughs> are you seriously doing this right now it's like a potato pancake but like <laughs> which is a horrible way to explain it because yeah, if I you know. don't know you then think you like know. you think so like a pancake but made of a potato yeah like no yeah why didn't the, the hash brown description was not available when i was a kid i think that just came out in recent years because i was never telling kids that they're like hash browns and i should have should have could have i don't know how, how we get from perfumes to hash browns from cruises to schools but we we do a good job here it's called chit chatting you know what i mean jelly beans <laughs> bex rex again my recommendation Yep, thank you. <laughs> I almost forgot it, and Rudy was doing a little hint to remind me. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, my recommendation this week is getting facials, but not just any facial, because I get the kind. She does the regular, like she puts stuff on my face, and then I, I don't know. Tingles. Explain it. I don't know what I. I mean, I've seen in movies like white stuff and cucumber slices yeah i i book like a 75 minute one so i'm oh, laying on the wow. bed for 75 minutes so she like today she used a new okay sometimes she puts the stuff on my face and then she puts a steamer on my face which heats my face open and opens up the pores so that she can pop them 
Today she used a pumpkin enzyme thing that like tingled when it went on my face and that like chemically opened my pores up, I guess. So then she goes in and like pops even stuff that you wouldn't even like see. Like sometimes you can see, but she'll get like underneath and find like secret pimples that she'll pop. Um, She pops all that. She'll like put hot cloths on like my neck and like a bunch of like hot cloths. She'll have stuff sitting on my face and then she'll like rub my hands. She gives me like a hand massage while Aww. it's like soaking in. It's really very nice. And then she does all that. And then the reason mine is 75 minutes is because for 30 minutes, she puts on this like face shield thing on me that just covers my face and it's like shoots red lights at you and you have covers on your eyes. So your eyes are closed, but I guess it's good for like skin rejuvenation i don't i don't fully really know what it does but it's like really good for your skin makes you like very glowy and pretty afterwards um and it's also just very fun because like she then she's like rubbing my feet while the facing is on it's like a very soothing relaxing wow. treat yeah it's such a self-care thing and then i'll literally like i'll i'll fall into like this half sleep where i'll like be like having dreamy thoughts and then I'll like think I'm at home in bed and I'll like wake up and then I'm like oh no I'm at the facial spa and then I like go back to sleep and it's like it's really nice wow so it's way more than just the facial treatment yeah you thought it was just rubbing cream on you and putting cucumbers and just chilling yeah Yeah. good I'm learning thank you for woman explaining that to me see that was a good woman explain to you yeah when I do when I do the float tank and I tell people yeah I'm in there for like an hour and a half they're like what do you just like, what do you do? And I think the idea of like being conscious, but not having access to anything, mainly your phone for 90 minutes is like, what, like, what do you, what do you do? And for me, like more and more, it's just like, uh, not to make this about me because we're still talking about the facial, but it's just like an, it's, it's an opportunity to like kind of go into your head. That's all you have. I like that. The floating is even more because like at least I'm distracted by like what she's doing to me. She's putting something new on my face. It's cold. It's hot. She's doing this. She's doing that. Like there's things being done. Whereas you are like really alone with your thoughts. So that's another level to me. The last time I did a float tank, they were like, this one has a screen. What would you like to put on the screen? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, what are the options? So I was laying and like right on the wall behind me is a projector that shoots up. And for a half hour, it just plays like a loop of an ocean at night, like with the tide coming in and out. And I remember because I'm a video producer, I'm thinking like, I wonder if they had somebody like sit and shoot an ocean for like a half hour or is this on a loop? Can I find like where the loop is? (gasps) And all that stuff was going on in my mind. And I'm like, no, this is like bad for you. Like, stop. But also at the same time, meditation is kind of being being able to focus on nothing or one thing. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. I need to go to float tank again. Not after sunburn though. Bad idea. You felt like it was bad that you were having those thoughts instead of like fully kind of relaxing. Is that what you mean? Kind of. Cause like, occupied. cause then like, you know, it's easy to like pivot from that to like work and like, oh, I have to edit this thing tomorrow. Oh, and yeah. It, yeah. But, but the 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 practice of keeping your focus just on the ocean is like meditation. Right. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing is like some thoughts are OK, but I know what you mean that the thoughts we're having could easily lead to other. Thoughts. Yeah. Tricky. Yeah. That's cool. I'm going to do a float tank. How often do you go? You should. Um, I haven't gone in a while. I, I was going to go again this week, but just didn't. The one I go to is cool. You should go and I'll get a facial. 
Should I get a facial? Yeah, we should do a switcheroo where I um do. You absolutely should. I don't know how they handle the beard situation. Maybe I bet they put like lotion. They'd like lube it up, like oil it up. Like we should both do um opposite treatments. I meant to say that when you were explaining. I used to get when I lived in Williamsport. I used what? to get my my beard done at this place. It was a black barber shop. It just was, and it was great. And I'm glad I found it because they did an amazing job. And one time I went and I got a new guy and he was doing my beard and bro, he was like doing the shit out of my beard. Like he was getting all mm. up in there. He was doing like the airbrush colors. And mm. then at one point he's like, can you just like close your eyes for me? And I was like, this is, I've never done this before. And then the next thing I know, there's just steam like going into my nose and I'm like, like what the fuck is happening? And he was doing that thing that you were talking about. Like he was really giving me like the full treatment. And I don't, I never saw that wow. guy again, but he, he went for it. Oh, you only got to have them one time. That's sad. That sounds yeah. amazing. All right. I have a doc rec. Okay. Even though it's called Bex rec. Yeah. Should I just, this is going to be my thing. I'll do a, do a documentary recommendation and maybe have a theme song okay. for it when I come up with a better name. Doc talk. No. Doc, doc goose. That's fine. There's a documentary on HBO. It's a three part documentary and it's called telemarketers. Have you heard about, I've heard this? about this? I have. It's very good. It's mm. uh very cool how it kind of evolves. Basically, in like the mid 2000s, this guy started shooting video of this stuff where he used to work at a telemarketing agency. And there was a guy there who was basically like, what this agency is doing is like wrong. It's a scam. Like we need to expose them. So they started to do that. And then for whatever reason, like it fell off. The guy who was kind of leading it was had like some drug issues. So he was like popping up and disappearing and stuff. And then they picked it back up in like the early 2010s. And then like, you know, stuff happened and they lost this guy again. And then like within the last three years, they finished it. Oh, but, so it's been years. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's over a while. But the thing I like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the thing I like most about it is I hear a lot of people talking about politics and like there seems to be a lot of condemnation for people who don't agree with you. And I don't like it. Like, I get it. Like, you can disagree with people, but it doesn't mean that they're not people. And the gist of this documentary uh, is this guy who I, I believe is like pretty liberal. He's probably like in his late 50s, 60s now, but I think he's pretty liberal. What he's trying to do with this documentary is help these people who are basically getting scammed by a company pretending to be the police and get like asking for donations um, mm -hmm. so that they don't like get scammed out of their money. And if I were to tell you what people are most likely to donate to the police, it's the conservatives elderly. Oh. and elderly. But yes. So this guy, he's really trying to help people that he probably doesn't agree with. And I, I think that's just like beautiful. And I think it's a good lesson for people to. I mean, no, I know. I've been following you along your little um political yeah. journey and um wow. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes, you know, you can come across a little curmudgeonly when complaining about liberals, but I, I get it. <laughs> I, look, the, the biggest problem I see is that people don't take the opportunity to meet people who disagree with them because they're not bad people. Um, right. And I identify and can kind of see the point of view of people who I had a lot of Republic Republican friends who didn't like Trump, but like, what's the option to join the community of liberals who like are perfect and judge you for wearing leather? Like, fuck that. Right. right. What do you do? Right. And there is, yeah, that's a whole, whole topic like with like the liberal thing is like, yeah, we're obviously right with all of our 
you know, obviously <laughs> the end opinions in terms <laughs> of like the issues, <laughs> but how we treat people and how you ostracize people for if you agree with 99% of things, but one thing you're like, oh, I yeah. don't know, I'll eat or, or maybe I'm uncomfortable about abortion. Like I would, I would even be upset about that, but it's like, okay, I, you have to have a conversation with someone who maybe is uncomfortable with abortion. Like, okay, hear them out. Why? What's, you know, it's, it's just very easy to, to, and then you're never gonna convince them otherwise if you just say like you know i had a friend who voted for trump how dare you she told me how so many friends of her were just like fuck you sierra like fuck you we're not you're an idiot like we're not friends anymore and obviously i could have done that but i just i heard her out i talked to her and like i don't know by the end of things she probably regretted voting for him this is all wrong but yeah it's just how you treat people and it's it's a problem the i think the main thing is people don't actually like care and I think if somebody actually cares, they're going to take action and you're going to be like, wow, good for you. Like, I, I remember sitting, <laughs> sitting at a restaurant in Williamsport and my friend who's like a Christian uh, Trump supporter who doesn't like him anymore. She likes like DeSantis. How dare you? She was drunk and we were at the bar and she goes, he's liberal. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Why? Why did you do that? And then the bartender goes. What's up, man? I don't know about you, but I'm just worried about the borders. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you know, you fucking not. Like, you live in central Pennsylvania. Like, what's, oh, what's going to happen right. to you? Like, you're, what are you doing? And right. it, ha it happens on the other side, too. Yeah. But I don't know. Just look, for, this is my message. And then we can end this. If okay. you are fortunate and special and in in touch enough with yourself to find compassion for a group of people or several just apply it to everyone that's all i'm asking like that's the best mm -hmm. thing you can do and listen can we all just like be cool because the aliens are coming you sound tbh like jesus right now there it is that's what he said yeah got the beard mm -hmm. he got said love the sin, right? Hate the sin, love the sinner, right? That's the whole point. Oh, okay. Got yeah. the beard, got the Judaism. Yep. But that's not my cross to bear. <laughs> Do you know Jesus had a Basenji? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That would be so crazy. It's like we live, we go to an alternate universe where every picture of Jesus is him with his little Basenji doggy. <laughs>